Hello, everyone. Welcome back to our podcast, Let's Rendezvous. We are your hosts. I'm Emily. I'm Allison. And I'm Millie. So welcome back to this week's episode. Before we get started, like we do every single week, we're going to go around the table and let you know what we're drinking today. So I'll go ahead and start off. So this week, I'm actually drinking alcohol, not water, not coffee, but alcohol. Finally. (laughs) So I am drinking, it's a red blend, a 2018 red blend called Montes Twins from Valle de Huelchagua, Chile. Don't come at me if I pronounce that wrong, please. But it's Chilean wine. It's really good. A small bottle for one person. Allison? I am a... I'm also drinking wine today. <laughs> um, it's a red blend. It's from Sicily, Italy. Oh. Um, it's called Via di Mare. Via I hope Mare? I yeah, I hope I pronounced it right. But oh, no idea, girl. Is it sweet or like bitter? There's a lot of strawberry notes. So tart, I would say. Ah, okay. Well, I'm not as fancy. I'm drinking a Truly with rim paste that I got from La Noria. If you're from San Bernardino, you know, if you know, you know, La Noria is the place and they have this tamarindo flavored rim paste, which is amazing and just like obviously enhances the truly. Um, I'm drinking the watermelon and kiwi flavor, although I did have a mango earlier and I think I enjoyed the mango a little bit more. That's just Mm, me. I agree. I think it's better too. Well, so moving on. So this week's episode, so as y'all know, February 14th is coming up. Valentine's Day and Ooh. Allison's birthday. Yay. Chinita's February birthday, 14th. Yes, Kimmy's birthday. Ms. So Chinita's we decided birthday. that this week we are going to be discussing <laughs> relationships. Dun, dun, dun. Can go positive or negative real quick. Honestly. We're going to try to stay on the positive side, okay? Let's get started. So to get us started, I have a question for you ladies. So you both have men or significant others in your life. Anything special planned for the 14th? I know it's quarantine, but you know, whether it be planning something at home, a special day, a gift, etc. Anything? So I actually have a very important update about that because first of all, I'm um, obviously we can't go anywhere or I mean things are open and we can but um, I was planning on doing a nice little gift so my man's complains that his back hurts all the time so I was gonna do something cute and set up a appointment with a chiropractor because he's been complaining and he has been wanting to go for a while but doesn't do it for himself so I was like I'm gonna do it so I had set up something real cute for him and I was so excited for him to you know to receive this and then yesterday he hits me up with the, oh, I have an appointment with a chiropractor. I'm going to go. That's and it. I was like, sir, your back stays hurting. You always say you're going to do it, but you don't do it. And now a week and a half before I'm supposed to give you my gift, <laughs> you decide to go. I was like beyond upset because I love to give surprises. Like I love to see whoever receives the gift like their face because I try to be you know thoughtful and put some time and consideration to the gift and I was just like you ruined everything so now I either have to think of a new gift to give him or que coma churros you know like one or the other because yeah he ruined my plans and I'm very so did he already go to his chiropractor appointment yeah he went yesterday and like set up a whole plan and shit so I was just like (laughs) 
you know like what's the point i would have called and be like there's an emergency at home i need you here now <laughs> no i was just upset about it i was just like i can't and he was like it's not my fault and i was like yes it is <laughs> i was like you knew you tried to ruin my plan so now i think i just have to think of another another gift or just go on a date or whatever i know i sound really like negative about my valentine's day plans but i'm still upset <laughs> i don't care you can plan something you still have like a week i think okay but my idea was so cool anyway. i mean it was a good idea and i think you get credit for that idea and exactly. i think he knows that your mind and hearts were in the right place mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <sighs> just just let him know that it was i'm gonna idea. get upset again chinita go <laughs> Uh, I have nothing really planned. I know it's my birthday and I told my mans that I'm kind of worried of going out just because I work in a restaurant business and I'm just like, there's too many people out here. I don't want to be that person to be like, oh, today's my birthday. I'm going to celebrate with the people I love and care about. So I don't know. I think I'm working on my birthday, to be honest. No. Side oh, note, man. because- Why don't you request it off? Oh, it's because I have school too. And I have a midterm coming up again. Bro. I know my life sucks. Uh, but hopefully this will be all worth it. And that five years from now, I will be a millionaire. Anyway. <laughs> Let's hope so. so I share you know, that vision. Exactly. It's the suffering that'll get you'll me be, through. Mm-hmm. You'll be our millionaire friend. I appreciate it. I that. expect you guys to be $2 million friends too. <laughs> I hope okay. Cheers to that. Exactly. <laughs> Cheers to having yes. like, all I'm asking. I need I need another I need two other million dollar friends so that we can okay. go out and experience life. Anyways, <laughs> for sure. We got you. Two years. Emilia, what are you doing for Valentine's Day? Um, so as of our last recording, I am not currently in the US. No, she I is not. In, that bitch abandoned us. America. I know. I've abandonment issues for a reason. <laughs> Exactly. I am I'm sorry I not. am <laughs> only a little bit of <laughs> so for those of you listening no I'm not in the U.S. I'm currently in Chile and I shall be spending Valentine's Day here on the fourth well, the 14th unfortunately Chile has a reasonable government and people and they instilled a quarantine so more people don't get sick but it's a lot it's stricter bastards. here I know. How dare you care about people's health? <laughs> uh, so uh, we're not allowed out on the weekends. At least I'm not allowed out because I don't have kind of like a Chilean version of a social security or what it is for us. I don't have that. And people can only go out for essentials anyway. So there's not much to do. So nothing to do on the weekends and then weekdays, you know, 10 p.m. curfew. And they actually enforce it here with the military. So I don't want to go to jail. Um, for sure that's cool that's reasonable. not in a foreign country we need that you know? here i don't you yeah. agree millie yeah. yeah a little stricter yeah i agree yeah so always spending it at home but i think we just have like a nice little day plan like maybe order food sushi or something and we have like a little hot tub outside so that'll be nice and that's it's summer here fucking nice with the hot tub outside right? do you have a gift a sauna do you have a gift plan or you're just doing the date night? No, we're just going to do like the, the date night, you know, because it's cute. kind of at least I 
I don't want to be like super lame because I have to rely on him to take me to go buy it. So that's a little bit more annoying versus me like going on my own and then buying it and spending so much time. It's so much harder for me to go out because of my work schedule here. I'm five hours ahead, by the way. So it's a lot harder, but you know, nothing much. I'm sorry if I sound so negative. No, (laughs) you just sound, you're just like, yeah. You sound trapped. (laughs) There's not much. All right, y'all. So moving on. So like I said, I wanted to touch this this topic, which is relationships. So I want to touch two things, um, romantic relationships and friendships. For us, since we're all girls, I Mm -hmm. want to touch on female friendships. But that's going to be later on in the episode. So first, I think I want to start off with something that I think is really cute at the beginning. If you guys remember your first crush. Because, you know, love is very important. And even as little girls were like, oh, when you start liking boys or you start liking girls, you just like a person mm-hmm. and you have a crush on them and those little butterflies and all those new feelings. Do y'all remember? Yes. yes. <laughs> I embarrassed myself in one of them. <laughs> What'd you do? Um, I had this kid I really liked. I bet you he's not watching this, but I mean, it's been years now. His name was, I don't know. No, I'm not going to put his name out. Yeah, there. I was like, I'm about to tag yeah, him. Yeah, no, 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 don't do that. Don't do that in that. Um, we'll find him. So I was sitting next to him. It was elementary. I think it was like third grade. And this guy... He was basically a snob. He was not a good person. I don't know why I had a crush on him, but you know. So your issues with men started at an early age. Good to know. <laughs> he was just a cute looking kid. At that age, you don't really care about whether someone's a snob or not. But yeah, he had no interest in me. I knew that, but I kept trying. <laughs> he had um, he had a crush on my friend, which I wasn't jealous of. But anyways, I was sitting next to him and I had to sneeze. So I sneezed, but I farted at the same time. <laughs> That's a Kimmy. <laughs> so, oh, Lord. No. <laughs> what did you do? I tried to play it off, but everyone knew. Everyone knew that it was me. What do you mean? He walked away from me. Oh, no. So it smelled. I don't know about that. <laughs> you didn't smell your own fart? I think I was too embarrassed that I could not smell anything. Oh, I just mentally no. escaped. Because we had to crisscross applesauce. <laughs> we had to crisscross <laughs> applesauce. We were sitting in a circle, you know, sitting down and crisscross applesauce. As our teacher was just like, gather around. And I sat next to him and I fucking sneezed and farted at the same time. Oh, jeez. And you know, you do one of those things when you like sneeze and fart at the same time. You cough afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> you did all three? <laughs> to, make, to make it look like there was nothing going on. Boys, you knew. And everyone knew, For but sure. you're, you're at that age where you're like, oh my God, they didn't hear. No, oh no, I'm it sorry, took years. No, it's fine. I'm sorry. That's that was my first crush. Dead. What about you, Millie? Oh, sorry. I'm still recovering from Kimmy's. <laughs> um i was a weird kid. i don't know fuck i don't i think from like an early age mind you i was like a goody two-shoes so like especially to my parents like i was the child of god and always focused on my studies you know never anything else but when i was in school i just happened to have like a crush on a boy in a different grade like it was just i don't know little millie out there was wilding but there's one crush in particular his name was 
Oh, I'm not going to say his name, but my, <laughs> my mans will know because of details. But point is, I had met him in the second grade and he was just like so handsome and so charming in my head. And like he was the kid that all the girls liked. Like he was just, you know, the cute guy of what of second grade, you know, we're kids like what the hell did we know? But um, he ended up liking me back. And I remember like we would do little little flirtation but it's like your kids you know like you don't know what the hell is going on and and he's shy and like wouldn't I don't know what moves would you do as a second grader you know but um <laughs> I distinctly remember that this crush was like forever ingrained in me because we had gone on a field trip to a farm I don't know what the hell my high school my high school my elementary school was doing but we had gone and um we had uh, gotten in line while we were going to see like the animals or whatever and we were standing next to each other for a picture, like a class picture. And he um, he had like reached his hand over and like grazed my hand. And in my head, I was like, this is it. We're going to get married. This is forever. <laughs> and like I had created this whole fantasy in my head and I had like the biggest crush on him. And like just the fact that like everyone wanted him, but he liked me back. I was like, that's right. Like second grade over here walking around like if I knew anything. But that was like my first biggest crush that's so cute emilia who was you crushing on okay so the faintest um sort of faint memory that i have of like my first crush so i came to the i was born in the u.s but we lived in mexico you know for until i was about six and so i started school without you know no English nothing and so luckily I was placed you know with a teacher that was awesome so patient with everything knew Spanish and then my class was very diverse so I had this friend uh, my age same grade first grade but we were just friends I didn't like him so one day we had this it was like the square dancing for some reason they wanted us to do square dancing so we had like a class on that yeah yeah it was weird I I have no idea why they would have us do square dancing but whatever they did they had the little hat and everything so I was a little tall and as a first grader uh like I was taller than a lot of the girls in my grade which is funny because I'm not even that tall I'm only five five but anyway uh we we did like the whole little um pairing up and everything but there was like no one that was around my height for the guys and also there was a couple less guys so his brother was in third grade Ooh, <laughs> so get his on. brother was the like, older man oh, i'll dance with you and i was like oh my god you're gonna dance with me you're so sweet you're like the best so i think there was just that small gesture that you know he he included me and was like, no, don't worry. Like, I'll go dance with you. Even if he was in third grade and I was in first grade, that was like, you know, the first crush that I remember that I had just because he was so nice and he was good looking. I thought as a first grader, (laughs) which is funny because my sister's in third grade right now. So I'm like, I wonder if she's crushing on anyone. It makes me think right now. And then I think in our heads, like, cause you know, girls develop quicker or whatever. It's like, we're thinking oh my god this gesture means something and to them they're just like why is this girl staring at me we're so weird you know yeah for sure and I mean like like he was in third grade I was in first grade so forever he was 
two grades ahead. So eventually, you know, he finished fifth grade and went to middle school, etc. But I always remembered like, oh, that was X's brother. And I was like, oh, he was so sweet. I wonder where he is now. Being sweet you know? elsewhere. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Which is funny. But you know, it is what it is. So sheds a tear just, like I am not what I nostalgia no mames. Honestly. The simpler times. Simpler times. I know, right? So talking about simpler times. Um, so we're all in relationships. And I think despite us as humans, we we crave love, we crave everything that's positive about a relationship and the attention, the fact that someone else cares for us so deeply. However, there are still some difficult times that we experience in relationships. Is there anything in particular? And I want to stay specific to, for example, now with quarantine. So you've bought, you both have dated outside, you know, you, you know what it's like to be able to go out, to distract yourself, to do things with your partner. How is it now with quarantine and maybe not being able to do those things or just having them at so close proximities because you can't go out and do all those things? Um, I don't think it's been difficult, at least not for me, because I've always been a homebody. Like, I love staying home and watching movies, like, and series and just, you know, like, let's get some food and drink and it's not an issue. So that wasn't um, a very big issue. Like, for sure, I miss going out and on dates and on stuff, but it's, I don't know, it was kind of more fun. Like, yay, now we get to cuddle all day, you know? But um, (laughs) recently, so to our listeners, I, my mans and I, including my family, we got COVID, but we were all asymptomatic, thankfully. And um, we were basically stuck with each other for two weeks. So I think that was like the epitome of like, you're stuck together, quarantined in a room, you know, like, what's, what do you do? So it had to be one of those things where it's like, okay, let's do things as a couple, but also give yourself your time, my time, we need to spend time <laughs> apart, or we're going to kill each other. <laughs> so that was yeah. Very important to our survival during that quarantine. But I mean, for me, it's been chill. I'm sure for him, he's more like, let's go out, let's do this, let's do that. So he's been very angsty. I'll put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard, especially when you can't do much. Yeah. Because I think we're so used to, if you think about it, there's always something where you can distract yourself. So even if you see someone so often, you can find activities to do where it's not just you and your thoughts with the other person. I still think it's so difficult. A little bit. For me, I'm a homebody too. um, And so is my man. So we have no problem. But it gets to a point where I guess both of us will just have random moments where we question one another because we know that we're homebodies. Like for me, I know I'm a homebody. So I'm okay staying home and not do shit. But now I'm like, are you okay with that? Because if you're not, like we can go out, do something small and come back. But he's the same way with me. So we end up just not doing anything. We've saved so much money. But <laughs> we ended up buying a 75-inch TV. Oh, I feel like it'll, it'll pay for itself. It'll there pay for go. itself with less arguments, yes. more entertainment. Exactly. exactly. It's beautiful. Um, it's the size of our wall right now. So it's like living in a theater. And it's That's great. That's awesome. Nothing has changed. We are just maybe a sack of potatoes. And I love it. 
yeah that I think great. you you find yourself doing stuff like you wouldn't do like I'm sure pre-COVID with y- y'all would have been going out drinking going to restaurants this is and that you wouldn't have thought to buy it but because you are saving money on dates like you can invest yeah. in that like like I yeah. I found myself doing quirky dates like we went to um it was like famous on on TikTok or whatever this candle making place it, they made it seem like this big old thing, but it was honestly very quick. But it was one of those, like, we haven't done anything in a while. Let's go. So we're doing things, like, out of our comfort zone that I guess we wouldn't usually do. Mm. Yeah, Medium, I mean, right now in, like, total quarantine, are you going to strangle your man? Like, what's going on? No, you know, it's actually been pretty good. I thought it'd be worse that because it's so much stricter here in, in terms of mm-hmm. quarantine. And there's very, very little that we can do. Like here, they still have outdoor dining and everything. But like I said, my work schedule just doesn't permit it. Um, I do work from home. And the hours that I could be working, my sleeping schedule is not all the way there either. So I'm kind of sleeping on other times where I could go out. So it's weird. But I think what Allison said kind of resonates well with me as well. Just because, you know, you kind of question, like, are you bored? Like, do you want to do something? But so I have my moments where I I get a little anxious and I've talked about this before I do have like anxiety so sometimes we're just like sitting there or watching tv and then he'll pull out his phone and in my mind it's like are you bored of me did I do something do I need to be more fun like why are you pulling out your phone you know and you start questioning because that's all you have it's like okay there's not much there's not much that we can do so sometimes activities will consist of watching tv or just doing those kinds of things but it's like oh man like I hope I'm not that boring I hope you also enjoy and not just me we're all pretty used to like chilling you know so but then we do start overthinking so don't let that overthinking kill you I mean I've had a fight with that I think it was at a point because I like staying indoors and whenever I'm like oh what do you want to do he's like oh nothing what do you want to do I'm like I just (laughs) what do you want to do and it got to a point where I'm like, does he just not want to spend time with me? Does he not want yes. to spend time? Like, am I supposed to be asking more? Why am I doing the whole work? Why am I doing the whole job? So at one Definitely. point, yeah. I'm just like, do you just not want to pitch in? He's like, no, that's not what I meant. It's just, I, I like being at home. He's just like, I'm just like, so you don't love me. That, that's where I'm getting. <laughs> like, you don't want to spend time with me. Do you exactly. not want to spend time? Do you want to go out? Like, why aren't we doing this? Why aren't we going out? He's like, okay, babe, what do you want to do? This is yeah. where we, we get this reputation of being crazy because we yeah. want that love and attention. We don't want to have to ask for it. We want you to know that you want to spend the time with us, that you want to do something. Even if we're at home, let's make something cute. Let's have a nice dinner. Let's drink some wine. Like, let's do something cute, not just like another night at home. Mm-hmm. Versus guys, I think for them, it's just like, as long as we're not fighting, we're good. <laughs> she should be happy. I should be happy. Right. Uh, I mean... That and like, like we've all said, we just kind of overthink sometimes our mind plays tricks with us. Honestly, it doesn't help that, you know, sometimes we're like, especially when we're on our period, but being on your period and being in quarantine and then overthinking the fact that, hey, you know, I'm not doing anything. Should should I do more so he doesn't get bored or, you know, just keeping both of us entertained. So you start overthinking and you want to overdo just because you can't do as much as you used to so it's a little weird but just going off that do you guys have any advice for 
just relationship in general and how to handle that i don't know it's just like the blind leading the blind here like (laughs) be the best people has anything worked for you i think communication and understanding is just the biggest thing because everyone has their luggage their baggage whatever and you guys are coming from a, a certain space so it's like you really have to be okay with communicating with your partner and being like, yo, you're making me feel like X, Y, and Z. Like, I know as girls, we want them to just know and do the action. But like, let's be real. They can't read our minds. And it's really difficult for them to know what the fuck we want. If we're not the ones speaking up, you know, which is like very ironic coming from me. Let's be real. But like <laughs> the times when I am like, yo, this is what I'm feeling. This is how, this is what I want. I need I, my man's is very good about like fixing whatever is going on or telling me like you're crazy you need to chill the hell out and like well we come to a nice understanding most of the time and then if not like I call you guys like crying about how men are trash and all this (laughs) you guys know the deal but point is that like understanding where they're coming from communicating and then sometimes like honestly getting that reality check like you're freaking out like chill out like everything's fine yeah yeah Yeah, and also space like you don't want to be up your partner's ass 24 7 you know like do your own thing get some hobbies figure out your life, let him do his shit, you know, and then come together. No, I agree. Um, I think for me during quarantine, I had to be more vocal about how I feel. I'm really good at hiding and suppressing my emotions and my feelings. <laughs> and then so the wine, I, the wine exactly. brings it out. Keep me. <laughs> and that's not good. It's not healthy. Yeah. Uh, that's something I've learned. Um, so yeah, that's what I'm really good at. I tend to hide my emotions, hide my feelings. And whatever I'm feeling right now, it will blow up in maybe two weeks. And it's always a it's always a, a cycle. It's a toxic cycle. And I think my man kind of picked it up. So whenever I'm feeling some type of way while doing laundry and I'm like huffing and puffing, he'd be like, what's wrong? And like, I don't want to talk about it, but I have to talk about it because he's just, I think he threw it in my face one time. He's just like, if I don't hear about it right now, I will hear it about it two weeks from now with everything else. So I would much rather hear it now. So I'm just like, I'm glad he understands who I am. And I think he kind of brought, <clears throat> you know, me to feel comfortable, just talk about my emotions. Even if it doesn't make sense, I feel like just talking about it and maybe later down the line when you can collect your thoughts, you can explain to him as to why you might feel that way. But ultimately, I think talking about how you feel at the moment is important. Just so you guys stay on the same page. Yeah, I totally agree. I think you guys both brought up very good points, which is one, communication. And then also just kind of stepping back, analyzing, seeing where you're at. Because at least with me, I'm very zero to 100 in terms of what I no, think is going to happen. No, not you. Not Emily. <laughs> not at all, Emily. No. Oh, Lord. <laughs> so I am terrible. Usually, so I'll go from being okay to just not being okay. Oh yeah. And I'm trying to I'm trying to work on that. It's it's definitely a process. Trust me, it's difficult. But the fact that I'll go from okay, I know I this is upsetting me, but I feel like if I talk about it, everything's going to go to shit and we're going to have a fight. And that's how my mind works. Mm-hmm. That is freaking anxiety for you because I I even if it's the smallest thing, I'll think about it and I'll say, "No, for sure we're going to fight." And it'll be a stupid thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'll hold on to it and I'll like, you just need to get over it and you'll be fine. But I never talk about it. 
And I do the same thing as Allison. I'll just hold on. And then I'll keep holding on and I'll keep gathering all those little things that could have been talked about that day, later mm-hmm. that day, you know, I'll just hold off until the stupidest thing, thing puts me overboard. And, and I'll just kind of go, you fucked up, you did this, da, 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 you know, I'll just go off and oh, I'll yeah. just vomit all my feelings out. Mm-hmm. And at some point it doesn't make sense because I'm vomiting like a couple a week or a couple a couple weeks worth of feelings of little actions that didn't have to go that far so just learning to communicate is very is going to be very effective when you're in a relationship Mm -hmm. you'll experience it if you don't communicate you're going to have a lot of problems either immediately or down the road and I think another thing that Millie brought up was have your own hobbies because I feel like sometimes when we get into a relationship, it's so easy to lose yourself in a person. You become so invested in their interests and you want to make them feel like, okay, I support you. I'll do this for you. And sometimes you can overdo it with just, you know, um, being part of or trying to learn everything that you can about your partner and being there for them or being in that relationship that you forget that you're still an individual that at the end of the day, you still have your life, that you should still be doing your own things. And that's definitely going to help in the relationship if you make sure that you stay as an individual. So just moving forward, y'all, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, I think another important thing to talk about in when we're talking about relationships is our friendships, because our friendships are relationships. And like I said, when you are in a romantic relationship with your partner, you also want to make sure that you don't forget about yourself. And in forgetting about yourself, um, you know, you also want to make sure that you do keep that, those bonds with the friends that you have before you, you were in that relationship. When Even if you met them after the relationship, you form a bond with other people. You have friendships. And yes, I've mentioned TikTok before, but I saw this, this TikTok. Um, it was about a month ago. And it was this therapist. I'm on I'm on therapy TikTok, by the way, just letting you all know. (laughs) What a surprise. So it was this therapist talking about, have you guys thought about this? Okay, so you guys see a lot of books about how to work on relationships, how to work on yourself. And when they refer to relationships, a lot of the time they refer to romantic relationships. But you guys, I'm asking you this now, have you guys seen like a book of working on your right now, like female relationships on friendships? No, not really. Yeah. So it's very individualistic or how to fix a romantic relationship. Mm -hmm. So we get a lot and we get bombarded by those things. But what we don't realize is how important our female relationships are, or, you know, whatever kind of relationship you have with your friends any friends. So those friendships are going to be key when you are also in a romantic relationship. Because like Millie said, if your man fucks up, who are you going to go vent to? You have friends to vent to, even if they're just Mm -hmm. there to hear you out. And also they might just telling you, they might just be telling you how stupid you're being and you're being very irrational. So they might simmer you down. So I think that's one of the biggest things. Have you guys, because I know I've been guilty of kind of getting too involved and like I said in my relationship that I start to kind of and you guys have called me out on it I know 
kind of neglect you. So, or not texting you back or not being like the first one to text um, or call, et cetera. Have you guys done that? Or have you guys been called out on that? I think it goes without saying that like every girl, when you first start, you want to be fully about the relationship and it's the honeymoon stage just when you're always going out, always being with each other. So that's okay, I guess, you know, to start that fundamental piece of the relationship. But it does come to a point where it does pose a problem when your man's becomes your whole world and you don't even have your friends anymore because you rather do stuff with your man's than with your friends. I have been guilty of this in the past. And I think I didn't realize it until I started losing myself. And I think for me in my head, what makes a successful relationship is if you're giving a hundred percent, but in my head, giving a hundred percent meant my full time, my full energy, my all right. And that wasn't fair to me nor him because now I'm putting a lot of pressure on him to always be there for me, to always want to go out with me, to always do this. Like, first of all, I know I'm a lot. I know I am. So let's, let's, you know, no, of course, you know, you know, but so I think it's important for ourselves to check ourselves because sometimes it's like, bitch, maybe you are just a little bit crazy. You know, like, let's take a step back. Like, what have you done for yourself lately? And I think once I realized that, that's when I was like, bitches we need to hang out enough is enough like we need to be with each other see each other because it's therapeutic and also fun to just be with your friends you know so that's my two cents on that (laughs) I agree I guess my opinion is that friendship is very important because I feel like friendship comes before your romantic relationship I feel like friends are there to help you feel comfortable in your own skin to be original be the person you are today and you know you develop these friendships along the way and you know you run into the love of your life and you end up being in a relationship and I feel like you need your friendship or you need to have your girls around to remind yourself who you are because you know for women I'm guilty of this I can change for someone I'm trying to be in a romantic relationship with so I feel like to have your friends around they'll kind of tell you up front, like, hey, there's some things that are changing and I'm noticing that. And I think it's important to have those kind of friends to keep you grounded and to remind yourself who you are and not to change for someone else. And you know, change is not always bad. You can always change for the better, but obviously your friends, I'm not saying that you don't know who you are, but your friends also help you along the way. And it's important to have and keep those connections alive so that when you do end up in a rut, when you do hit your lowest, you have someone to share your emotions with. Not only that, when you're hitting your highest point in your life with, like you're so happy, you can also have not only your romantic relationship, but also your friendships around you um, to share the good news. I think that's important just for people itself. Yeah, I mean, I totally agree with, with both of you in those terms. Like I said, it's key to keep those friendships going, even when you're in a relationship. And yeah, we've all been guilty of just being so invested with our romantic partner that like Millie said, I've done it myself. I believe that giving 100% of myself and rearranging my life Mm -hmm. just to make sure that I spend time with that person. And I think I noticed it after a little while, you know, I hit my point where I was like, hey, why aren't you rearranging your life to spend time with me? 
like why am I doing all the work in our relationship I and you know you start kind of feeling resentment that they're not putting in more but I think one thing that we all have in common is we're in a relationship with with partners that do know already or at the time that we got into these relationships that they know who they are they know what they like they have their kind of thing and I think it's just one common thing between us three is at the beginning, we weren't too sure or we didn't have those kinds of things. We were still kind of learning, et cetera. So we became so invested. And at least I know I did because I kind of was like, no, I for sure, I need to make sure that I prioritize, I prioritize you. So if that means that I don't get to do this, then, oh, well, it's just something It's part of the relationship. And it's like, no, you have to learn how to balance. You have to know that, okay, you know what, I can't do this today, because I really wanted to do something else. And I'm going to do it. And we can do this at another time. And that's okay. Nothing bad is going to come from it. As long as you communicate, you still have to learn that balance where you're in a relationship, but you're also an individual. See, si. Amen. <laughs> and it's just um, not such a hard lesson to learn, you know, because I feel like just overthinking and having like all these wild thoughts in our head. I'm gonna I'm leave it like that we think that you know like you have to give a thousand percent and if they're not doing it's because they don't love you as much and it's like no bitch sometimes you are too much like chill out like it's okay but I know like ourselves we've checked ourselves when we're like where you at why haven't we hung out what the hell's going on like step away you can have one night without your mans and also ladies don't be that annoying bitch that like wants to bring your mans to every single thing like sometimes you (laughs) just want a girl's night out so if you're like Mm -hmm. can I bring my mans like you're no. about to get it turned down and you're going to feel bad. So just, you know, read the room. <laughs> exactly. Oh my goodness. No, I agree. It's like, okay, you also need that time apart as individuals see, and see. go work on those really on those friendships that you have when it was just those friends that were there for you. And then your mans came along, etc. Because at the end of the day, um, I mean, you don't want to be negative, but let's say, God forbid, something happens. Those friends are still going to be there. See. Because why? Because you made sure that you worked on those friendships and you checked in and you did all that. And you're still going to have those people at the end of the day. So make sure, you know, you work on those things. Kind of the last thing I want to end with today's episode. So it was about relationships. What advice would you give to someone? I'm asking this question because we do have some young viewers <laughs> on the younger side. Um, sorry. Shout out to Emily's sister. Shout out to my sister. Number one fan. Who's little, but not so little. <laughs> True. She's turning 18, y'all, next month. Oh, so sad. I know. She's not Let a baby. Tell sorry, you how Nicole. much older we're getting. I know. But anyway, so I do know that we have some younger listeners. What advice would you have for them um, as far as getting into a relationship and as far as friendships go? Oh, my God. Where do I even start? I think I hate that as women, we don't realize the value of loving ourselves until after we get our hearts broken and you go through the whole women empowerment movement and decide like this is who I am and this and that like don't let it come to that love yourself know who you are know what's important to you prior to get into a relationship and know like what it is that you're looking for in a partner and realizing (sighs) red flags 
toxic behavior and just things that, you know, generally just don't make you happy from the beginning. Like don't make excuses for a person or for yourself. Like generally love yourself, value yourself, know what's important to yourself. And if someone just isn't cutting it or isn't meeting those, you know, those expectations, like it's okay to walk away. So don't be afraid to grow, to say no, to set your boundaries and realize that something is toxic when it is. True. That's a great advice. Can I agree with you more? Yes. <laughs> yes. No, I agree. I think to add on that, I think you shouldn't get in a relationship thinking you're going to change someone too. You're not there mm-hmm. to babysit. You're not there to change their life. If they choose their path, you either compliment it and they can compliment you back, but you're not there to fix someone. Period. I think that's very important. I've learned that. Yeah. Very, I learned that the hard way, but those relationships will end up hurting you at the end because not everyone can change that easily. Even though you're telling them and you love this person with all your heart and you think they're going to change, at the end of the day, it's their decision. And nine times out of 10, they're not going to do it. And you know, that 1%, you're going to have to step away and they're going to have to realize it. So you're not there. You're not their mother. You're not someone that's to babysit because, you know, you have your own life to deal with. Your life is hard in and of itself. You can deal it with yourself better than you can with someone else's shit. So you're not there to pick up after them. And yeah. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm just, you know how much energy it takes to try to like make someone be what you want them to be or reach their full potential, exactly. X, Y, and Z. Like that's mm-hmm. a lot of like time and effort and energy that you should be putting into yourself. Exactly. We aren't raising men anymore. That's not your job. Mm-mm. Yes. I mean, I couldn't agree more with both of you is we are not, we don't get into relationships to fix a broken man. That is not our job. Or make them a man. And mm-hmm. Exactly. You can't we're not fix something that they're not, you know? You know exactly. I mean? You know, you you will not be able to fix them. It's they have to put in the effort to to fix whatever issues that they are going through and you know, just work on themselves. But know that at the end of the day, you still need to make sure that you are prioritizing you. And I think and, and I think I've said it before, you know, in a previous podcast, the one thing that has resonated so much with me is that someone told me was that if you don't prioritize yourself and if you don't have the energy for yourself, you're not going to have the energy for anyone else. So make sure that you are working on yourself before you give it all or before you give all that effort into a, uh, into a relationship know that you are still an individual when you go into a relationship know that you are you are a strong person a strong woman a strong man etc and let's not try to i mean it's easier said than done but like millie said let's not try to learn all that after we get our heart broken. Let's make sure that we try to learn about ourselves. If you like, you know, if you like soccer, go freaking try it out. Even if you feel like you're too old for it, because I've definitely been there. Um, Go try whatever hobby you you like. If you think, hey, knitting sounds interesting, let me try it. And I'm saying that because I have some friends that started started knitting during quarantine (laughs) and they love it. If you think you want to try baking, go do it. Go try all those hobbies. See where you land. See if you like it. Learn what you like, what you don't like, how you are as an individual. Make sure that you know yourself and don't get lost in a relationship. And also, 
don't settle. Yes. Don't settle. Regardless, you may be with someone for four, five, six, seven years, and yep. you're you start noticing that you're unhappy, constantly unhappy. Just because you've been with that person for so long, and maybe the thought of being alone or single or the thought of dating, because yes, dating can be very difficult, mm-hmm. scares you, scares the living crap out of you. Don't settle. Don't ever settle. Because trust yeah. me, you're just going to create a very unhappy life for yourself. I've seen it you know, with other people. And they're still, regardless of how many years they've been together, they're still unhappy. And that doesn't change. And I don't think you deserve that. And I don't think your partner deserves that. So just, you know, check check it out. Um, check yourself. Check your relationship. We just kind of work on those kinds of things. Yeah. And if all of that fails, then it's okay. There's always friends around to pick you up, your family. And exactly. if not, like, hey, listen to this podcast. We got tips on everything. You can reach out to us, too. You know, like we, <laughs> we've been through all of it. So why not? <laughs> Yes, like really said, reach out to us. We're here. Um, We're definitely not experts on this. We promise you all we give you is our life experiences. And what we've seen so far, we're in our with all of our experiences combined, we might be experts. (laughs) (laughs) We've been through it. But yes, reach out to us um, and go ahead and DM us. We're we promise that we will answer you and we will provide you with the most honest feedback that we can, all three of us. And with that, I am ending this week's episode, y'all. Thank you for listening. Hopefully, you know, we're going to be more consistent. We promise we will try. It's been a, it's been a rough few months for yeah. all of us, I think. But we'll definitely try. And thank you all for listening. For those who have been listening to us from the beginning, we thank you from the bottom of our hearts. I think it means so much that you're sharing in those experiences. And hopefully you're learning a little bit from it, you know? And we really hope that you guys reach out and don't forget that again, you can reach us at let's ronde underscore podcast. Again, that's let's ronde underscore podcast. Any questions, maybe suggestions for future topics that we haven't discussed and we'll be here for you. Thanks for watching guys. Adios. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.